What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pace in Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the big brother, Jared Larson, and with us at the start of the show, all the way through, the one, the only, numero uno in the Super Contest, Scott Panza, uh, from start to finish today. Scott, how are we feeling? Feeling fantastic. Friday, we're ready to rock and roll into the weekend. We're feeling fantastic for the slate. Got a nice little Saturday plan. And then Sunday, we're ready to rock and roll. And next weekend, starts Saturday football, and I'm juiced up for that because it's going to be right. Texans-Jets in the 430 slot. And, ooh, baby, that's a juicy one. <laughs> so, Did you watch any of the game last night, Scott? I uh, watched not one second. I watched, uh, I watched some of it. We had it on. I was at a holiday party. We had the, the Celtics-Knicks on and the Jags-Titans were on. Um, so I was catching glimpses, but it was a pretty dull game. I saw the Derrick Henry 99-yard run. What a beast. <laughs> Only good thing about that is I had him in so many fantasy leagues. He was dropped months ago, but I had him in best ball leagues, so at least I'll get one week out of Derrick Henry, so that's cool. There you go. Yeah, we. Uh, I know Mike and I are just happy to see him doing that in a Tennessee Titans jersey and not oh. an Alabama Crimson Tide jersey because <laughs> we saw way too much of him. Mm-hmm. It's Are you guys days. in fantasy playoffs this weekend? This is the start. I am. I'm in. I'm, uh, I think, the three seed or the four seed. Oh, yeah. What about so you, Michael? Moving. Um, I think in one of them I am in the playoffs. The other right. two, one of them I am just god-awful. But my work one, I started off 0-6. And, and the loser uh, last year had to get spray tan. This year they have to get frosted tips. Ooh. Uh, so I started off 0-6 and, and was starting to sing Backstreet Boys just to kind of get in the mood. <laughs> and uh, I am on a seven-game winning streak right now and my backdoor nice. my way to the playoffs. That's, I like that better, especially as you like did it into an adult. Like The couple hundred bucks is not going to make a difference in my life. I would much rather be threatened with doing something crazy for last place. Yeah, no that tattoos, will make me though. pay attention. I love it. It's tough to get people to you know agree on a, a burn fee like that or burn, you know, gimmick. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are just oh, I don't want to do that. So then you know, it, well, all you need is one turd in the punch bowl, and then it comes <laughs> out. And then everyone clears out the pool. <laughs> That's uh, oh, terrible. We well originally they were like, oh, we should have to like pierce our nipples. I was like, there is no point whatsoever yeah, like, that well, if I lose, yeah. I will yeah. pierce a body part. <laughs> Not happening. So, super total honesty time. Uh, Jared and I talk about how we love saying in all transparency because it makes it seem like we're perpetual liars to you. But really, we tell the truth all the time. Uh, This is our second time going through it because I realized about five minutes into recording that I have not hit the record button. So, we're going to ask this cold open question again. And you're going to try it. Not so cold anymore. Yeah, slightly warm, lukewarm. Um, And just a reminder, so... We're going to be having some bowl stuff coming up. Uh, Jared is working on that right now. And then we are recording this on a Friday. And these we're going to go through all of Scott and Jared's tickets for this weekend for the NFL slate and release those once the picks have been locked in. So that way we're kind of protecting our own hide here. Um, so with that, news in the sports world currently, Lance Armstrong has come out and said, hey, What's the deal here? Everybody seems to hate me but loves Alex Rodriguez. Interested to hear what you guys think for the second time, but what you guys think about this scenario. 
All right, I'll kick it off. So uh, my opinion is that Lance Armstrong shoved it in everybody's face once he got found out. Uh, you'd have been better off just admitting politely and, and out of the jump. I mean, like, everyone, you can't, the argument of, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, and then get caught and then say, oh, well, everyone was doing it. That, like, sequence doesn't work. If you'd have just come out right out of the gate and said, everyone was doing it, I was part of it, but guess what, I still kicked everyone's ass while we were all doping, uh, I think he would have been much more warmly received by the community. But uh, the tone that he took with everyone was not the best, including the one and only Oprah Winfrey. Oprah. <laughs> I have to YouTube that. I don't, I, I don't remember that. But I have a slightly different theory than Jared. So first, Erod was always hated. When he went to the Yankees, everyone hated him because he had the massive contract. And then Yankee fans hated him because he didn't earn his pinstripes quickly enough or – had some bad postseason. So there was a ton of A-Rod hate. And then add on the steroids, everyone hated him. You know, he's, he's a cheater, he's a cheater, he's a cheater. Well, now he's redeemed himself. He's a blood figure on Shark Tank, and he does all this other stuff. He's on MLB TV. He's a great analyst on uh, on Fox. Doesn't he do the playoffs? And he's dating J-Lo. So people just look up to him because he's dating J-Lo. That's why. And that's pretty much it. So he, he was already hated. He couldn't get hated anymore. And now he's redeemed himself. And Lance, Lance was always loved. Everyone told him how great he was. And then he said he was doing it clean. And then he got found out in the way he reacted. People just didn't like it. Is, it, is he slightly more emotional because he's not producing as much testosterone now that he's down one engine? <laughs> that's a good theory as well. <laughs> um, it's good, that's a good thought process there. I don't know. And I guess my wonder about I think A-Rod got neutered by uh, the New York media, though, when he hit like 096 in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. So maybe he only has one engine, too. Maybe no that's engines. <laughs> what, he has one ring. Or multi, I don't know. I don't follow baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. They do it in the summer. I go over once in a while and drink beers. And I'll, I'll show up. I mean, <laughs> going to City Field and uh, Yankee Stadium out here, it's it's fun. But I'm not paying to go see a Yankee game unless like I get taken out. I'm not going. I don't care. <laughs> I hear that. Um, they, well, Jared and I, it's like, who wants to go to the Trop and sit Ugh. in a dump? and watch crap so Disgusting. that's fun yeah. um smelly indoor garbage ugh. and it's in st pete so like just a little clarification they say they're the tampa bay rays but they're about 45 minutes west ugh. i mean not like it, it point a to point b straight line but driving wise it's not like they're in tampa it even yeah. says in center field st petersburg welcomes the tampa bay rays to tropicana field that's my two cents. Anyway, sense. That's talking like baseball. Very opinionated. Yeah, I am very opinionated. Yeah. So, At least we're not talking hockey. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. So I have Sports Center on right now. The not top ten is airing, and the eighth spot is the Charles Clay not catching that last second heat oh. from Jossa Allen. <laughs> Just so brutal, awful, awful. They should have won that game. Oh, but you know they what? Definitely we hit the nuts, though, on that one, I must yeah. say. Because oh, well, I'm, I'm thrilled that we got the hook. Scott had him plus three and a half, and I did for that matter as well in the contest. But I have Bills season win under and Dolphins season win over. 
So it was like I was being torn in every possible direction. If the Bills lost by just a couple points, it would have been ideal and obviously hit it right on the screws this past week. So no, actually, so we had four and a half in the contest. So that was a cover. We had three and a half live bet, which was a loss. So we were pretty, you know, I'm pretty jubilant that we got the win in the contest, but kind of sadsies that we didn't get the the full scoop. We didn't get the cash. (laughs) Kind of sadsies. So I guess that's a good segue into. Uh, we can recap last week's picks, uh, kind of how, I mean, four and one, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, another correct. stupid week. So that's eight and two in the past two weeks. Uh, just printing press material right there. Just keeping it coming. Uh, so I guess. A couple guys made a nice move last week. Yeah. A couple guys did. They moved up on us. So team, I mean, we did, we held four and one held ground against team Cleveland and thank you. 32 went five and oh, yeah. The good news was, so going into the weekend, there was three guys in second at two and a half games behind us. One of those guys, personal gourmet, I think went two and three. Another guy went three and two. So they fell back on us. But like Jared said, Team Cleveland, they stayed right with us at four and one. A couple, uh, a guy moved up, and there's three guys, three points behind, uh, three points behind us uh, in the contest. So. We have some decent breathing room, but, you know, all it takes is an 0-5 weekend to completely change that. So I'll take awesome. quick, quick flip. But, you know, I feel like, once again, we let the listeners down. My bet of the weekend was the Bengals. And then, you know, if I can just go into, you know, Marvin Lewis. I mean, you would think that he would realize he's coaching for his job. And he's just not coaching that way. He had such a conservative game plan with Jeff Driscoll, and it was just not the approach to take because Denver came out slow. Just like we said, they traveled east, and it was not the type of game that they wanted to play. And they only had 24 points and completely dominated the game, got multiple turnovers on Driscoll. There was a fumble punt, I believe, a muck punt. I mean, it was just the, everything worked their way, and still Driscoll had the ball to cover in the final minutes of the game. And, of course, he threw a pick. He threw a couple bad ones. So, yeah. you're bored, Micah. You were a little <laughs> overvalued on him. Well, uh, I mean, when A.J. Green goes down and yeah. you just oh. – that it's it, when that happened, I was like, well, that's kind of going to be the yep. the thorn in the side there. And I, I think when you, you could argue with, with Lewis, uh, maybe at this point he's just trying to push the envelope and see how far he can go. Before he gets fired, without getting fired, yeah, I mean, you would think that he should just get fired for hiring Hugh Jackson. Like that's bad enough. Yeah, seriously, he they, brought all yeah. that bad juju into the 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 Bengals locker room. I mean, actually, honestly, the Bengals just have a ton of injuries. I think that I was following their beat reporter. I think she said they have fourteen guys on the opening roster that are on IR right now. Jeez. I mean. Not much you can do about that. And then this yeah. weekend, Burr fix out. They have all these guys out. I would love to be all over the Chargers, but the Chargers have the Chiefs on Thursday night. So this is just a, a look-ahead game, and you just you can't play that big number. Yeah, they actually threw a 3-1 to one, uh, turnover margin won by the Denver Broncos because everything else, every other metric in the game was actually pretty close. And I remember texting Scott in the second quarter. Uh, the Bengals were just getting obliterated at least on the field, but on the scoreboard, it was still pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of turned, and really in the third quarter, Denver scored twice, uh, two touchdowns, and that was kind of the tone for the remainder of the game. 
not yeah. to get you know bogged down on the negatives because the positive was for other winners uh, that were just absolutely nailed. Rams to leave coming back, uh, they looked re- much different in the secondary. They they played a great game uh, defensively. Their offense sputtered at times, but I think it's also a look ahead game because they got the Bears this weekend. Seahawks, Russell Wilson, all day, all day, all day. The guy's the man. Absolutely. <laughs> He is just the man. They are, they are rocking and rolling right now. Bobby Wagner took a, a pick six on Mullins to the house, which is beautiful because then there was no backdoor potential anymore. Um, Texans, I was on the Lombardi. Uh, I was doing VSIN. We were uh, talking about that game, and I was like, oh, I'm a little shaky on this. And the, the run defense was great, so Chubb didn't get anything going. Deshaun Watson got him out to a big lead, nailed that one. And Buffalo, we yeah, touched I was on say Buffalo was game five. They should have won. They should have won. They are. Yeah, they definitely should have won. Undervalued every week. I look at so I had my own power rankings and I benchmarked them against some of those big sites. I think they're experts on football and the ESPN has Buffalo as the 28th best team in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, they're just so far off base. They have the Bengals ahead of them. I know the Bengals have a better record, but the Buffalo Bills are a way better football team. Mm-hmm. No the record doesn't show it because they were stuck with Nathan Peterman. I'm telling you, the Buffalo Bills are a legit team. No one wants to go play them right now. Nathan yeah, and a really Peterman. good coach, in my opinion, too. Sean McDermott gets a lot out of those guys because the roster is not great, but uh, they play really well. And like you and said, I love, it's, what, it's, I love what they're doing, getting rid of Kelvin Benjamin and uh, – this other receiver home cancer get him get him out get the young guys going you know get him experience and start building for next year i don't really want to uh face them in uh week 16 when the pats uh have them come to town that's right the last is it week 16 week 16 yeah 16 not 17 i was gonna i'm backwards on the weeks (laughs) hopefully the pats win that game though because i need uh i need buffalo to go under six and a half total wins so they, I mean, they have to win three or four, Jared. I, uh, I think that. So uh, I don't think that's happening. I think it'll be all right, but we'll see. I think they get the Jets in there. Oh yeah, that's this week. That's this weekend. J E T S. Um, so I guess so. As aforementioned, before we get into the NFL picks, we're gonna throw it just real quick round robin because everyone's watched these two teams this year for college football. I, I know Scott, you have just been dripping oh. the Navy games all year. <laughs> Uh, Army Navy. How many passes do they average a game? Um, apparently, two point seven. I think everyone's saying that Army is actually a passing team now, which kind of cracks me up because that's just in reference to what, like their quarterback uh, for this season is forty-four of eighty-one for eight hundred ninety-five yards. That's like uh, what's his butt's name from Washington State's numbers each week. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> yeah, six touchdowns three picks. last weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, apparently a passing team now. But anywho, so spread for that game is minus six and a half. Where, where are you going, boys? Just real quick. Uh, I'll, you jump in first, Scotty. Uh, my expert opinion is Army <laughs> laid the six and a half. <laughs> uh, <I'm, laughs> there are things that I will not repeat on this podcast about the way Scott feels about college football. So <laughs> take all of his NFL picks. Don't listen to him. Take Navy. 
plus six and a half. Navy has been terrible all year. Uh, Army lost, I think, what was 10 or 11 straight years to him up until last year. Mm -hmm. Um, So interestingly enough, this is a revenge spot for Navy, who has a significantly worse record. Going to be a field goal game, one game or or one way or the other. These are always tight. Uh, So I will take the six and a half with the midshipmen. What's the final score going to be, 5-3? (laughs) <laughs> Auburn actually won a game against Mississippi State three to two like ten years ago. Oh my goodness! It was uh, yeah, it was Must terrible. Watch television. I, I watched. Sure. I, I watched every second. Unfortunately, Just perpetually sweating. I was at a <laughs> at a friend's house who was a Mississippi State fan, and we were both like, "This sucks." Yeah. <laughs> Just, the the over under is forty. If oh. you're wondering, there, Scott. Oh my god! Uh, I was gonna any more than. 45. Last night, the total was like 36. Mm-hmm. Who wants to watch that garbage? Uh, but for Nobody. me, though, Navy's hot, steamy poop. And I know this game normally doesn't go by more than a touchdown, but I'm going with Army on this one. All right. So, Two against one. Yep. Expert opinion and <laughs> expert opinion. <laughs> you guys have to pay the piper yeah. next week. So, with that being said, what you've all been waiting for, folks, drumroll, please. Just kidding. Uh, Scott, I'm going to let you dive into your slate for this weekend. I guess we can do that. We'll we'll try and get redemption with your lock of the week and then move from there. Absolutely. All right. We're going to go lock of the week, fire the cannons, Buffalo Bills. We're back on the Buffalo Bills. They got the Jets coming to town. Sam Darnold, California kid. Is he ready to go play in 20 degrees weather in front of Bills Mafia? I don't think so. They just lost their – Best linebacker, suspended for four games for PEDs. Darnell hasn't played in weeks. The Jets don't do anything well. They don't stop the run. They don't force turnovers. Don't look at last weekend. That's that's an aberration. (laughs) Absolutely fire the cannon on Bills. They're going to win this game by double digits. Jets don't have a chance in this one. Next, we're going. Nobody. Circles. The wagons. We're going to, you know. I thought this game should have been a six-point spread. It's a three-point spread in the contest. Those type of outliers, you just got to hammer, absolutely hammer. I would have bet this game at six. So bet it at three all day. Bills, they're going to continue to be undervalued. We're going to ride them until the market catches up. We're forcing – we're making a moat around this wagon at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Next game, I haven't touched them all year. Not a fan of the quarterback, not of him personally, but because people say he's the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers, not a fan. He just ran his coach out of town. What does he want to do this week? And actually, my man Colin Coward, I had this thought yesterday when I was you know, getting my thoughts together in my email to Jared. But Colin Coward took my take, and he's the man. He's the GOAT on radio. But he has my take that Aaron Rodgers wants to go out and just absolutely go smoke Atlanta this week because all he keeps hearing about how he's overrated. He ran a coach out of town. He's not any good anymore. He's on the back end of his career. Great spot for him because the Falcons' defense is absolute trash. Matt Ryan does not travel well. Another game felt really confident about Packers locked in mode. I hope it's really cold up there because Matt Ryan doesn't want to play in that weather. Next. Cleveland Browns, our biggest mush friend of the world, Corey, said to me right before this podcast, how is Cam Newton not laying seven against the Browns? Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. The listeners do not know who Corey is. 
but he is the biggest mush gambler out there. <laughs> if he said something like that, you need to go the other way all day. Take the Browns. I'd be on it. Money line. I'd be on it with the spread. We got at two and a half in the Super Contest. The spread's already moving the other way. What does Baker Mayfield do well? He carves up bad defenses. What doesn't he do well? Not against good defenses. Well, the Panthers have a really, really bad defense. They really don't stop the run. I'm expecting Nick Chubb to start getting the ball again in this one and run all over the Panthers, open it up for Baker Mayfield to sling it. Panthers got injuries. They lose Olsen for the year. That's going to be a big problem. Cam was limited in practice all week. I think uh, they know the writing's on the wall. There's changes coming to Carolina, too, because my man David Tepper's coming in there. Doesn't like the the front office staff. They're going to wax them all. Ron Rivera is going to be gone. <laughs> you know, changes are coming to Carolina, and this is going to be the beginning of it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. I, can I add something in there? Yeah. Is that all right, Scott? Yeah, I think last year Greg Olson was out for a big chunk, and he's a huge, huge safety mm-hmm. blanket for Cam. Um, and you've seen his inability to move the offense up and down the field. Uh, if and when he loses Greg Olson. So uh, big, big loss there uh, as it pertains to how they kind of sequence and, and score points. Big time. And also, they historically do not travel well. They're much better at home. So yep. love the spot for the Browns. Next, all I've heard all week is how bad the Patriots play in Miami. That's all I've heard. That's all I've heard. How bad do they play in Miami? You think the Patriots aren't hearing all that noise? They're hearing all of it. What happens this weekend if the Pats win? They clinch the AFC East. Do you also want to hear a crazy stat? Since Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have been together in New England, they have had, it is more likely that they will have made a Super Bowl versus had a a wild card round playoff game. Think about that. They get buys. They get buys, and they need a win here because they need to keep steamrolling towards that buy to keep pace with Houston. So we're locked and loaded on the Patriots. Xavier Howard is out for the Dolphins. He had two picks last week. He's an absolute stud. He's the cornerstone of that defense. Now who's going to be chasing Josh Gordon around? I have no idea. We're locked and loaded on the Patriots. Everyone else is on Miami. Take them. Take them. Take them. And last but not yeah, after you, Jared. Oh, it's $121. I want to be, uh, like, feel like Darren Ravel right now. $121, cheapest ticket uh, to get into that game. Uh, what that tells me is that it's going to be mm, about 70, 30 Pats fans in Hard Rock Stadium. We love to travel, and people in Miami do not like to go see the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> and last... Fact. But not least, we are going to be riding again on Russell Wilson. Another team, much like, much like the Buffalo Bills. Been undervalued all season. We've taken advantage of it so many times. Once again, what does Kirk Cousins not do well? Travel. What else does he not do well? Play in primetime games. 0-6 on Monday Night Football, if I read a stat correctly on Twitter today. So... <laughs> He's traveling to the most difficult place to play in the NFL in a primetime game. You think he's covering the hook three and a half? Absolutely not. Stefan Diggs is hurt. I know you guys are Minnesota fans, but I'm sorry. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson coming to town. Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, Mike Davis, I don't care who they're handing the ball off to. They are money. Tyler Lockett in the slot, Doug Baldwin getting healthy. These guys are rocking and rolling. The defense is playing a lot better. They got all the noise out of there. They got rid of Bennett. 
Earl Jones, Earl Thomas is gone. You're not hearing any noise out of that defense. They're just winning games. They need to stay hot because they can make the playoffs. So they need this game mm-hmm. locked and loaded. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're playing for a wild card spot. And I will say that the Vikings defense without Xavier Rhodes, I never realized how much pressure or how much Mike Zimmer expected of him on the defensive side of the ball until he's been banged up this season. And that defense is night and day different between when he's out on the field being able to lock up a third of the field versus uh, when you're having to put Trey Waynes and Mackenzie Alexander out there. I'm going to – so Seattle is 7-5. and five. I want to read you their – I think a lot of people will look at that and say, oh, they're a middle-of-the-road team. Here are their losses. At the Broncos week one, they lost by a field goal. At the Bears week two, a team that uh, was vastly underrated at that point in time, and I think everyone understands how good they are now. Lost to the Rams by two at home, lost to the Chargers, and lost at the Rams by five. So this is, I mean, you look at this, the Seahawks, if they've played anyone middle of the road or below, they've handled their business mm-hmm. uh, and really have only lost, in this case, a couple times to some of the top echelon teams. So um, I like the matchup. I'm with Scotty here. I think uh, even even with the hook, three is a, is a little short. I can already I'm hear the you. playoff scenarios. If Seahawks play the Rams, it's really hard to beat a team three times. Three guys. times, yeah, exactly. Like I can yeah. write these headlines. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Try harder, everybody. They play, they played them great both times. They, both games were super close. So I mean, it can happen, right? Mm-hmm. It can happen. Anything can happen. Uh, anything is possible. Oh yeah, there we go. There's a there's a guy I'll always be a fan of. We'll connect yep. our net reference. Uh, so Jared, is there anything different for you this week? That I mean. Not saying head-to-head, but, like, do you have any other plays that you're going with? Yeah, so I am certainly not going to step in front of the freight train that is Scott Panza uh, currently, but I do have two games that are different. I also have Browns, Seahawks, and Packers. Uh, my two different were the Raiders, um, the aforementioned, uh, or I should excuse me, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers play the aforementioned New England Patriots next week. Is that in Foxborough, Scott? It's in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. So huge look-ahead spot. Oakland sucks, but they're at home. Pittsburgh got to travel out west, um, getting 10 points. I I do think, and I was impressed last week by the Raiders, I think they still have some fight. They haven't totally given up on the season, uh, and I think they can keep it inside the double digits. And then also the Washington Redskins and Mark Dirty Sanchez plus three and a half against the New York Giants. The New York Giants do not, should not be laying points on the road. I don't care if they're playing like New England School of the Blind. No business laying points on the road. So I will take the Redskins uh, and Mark Sanchez to cover the three and a half. You know, respectfully, Jared, I mean, how do you torture yourself? You're going to be (laughs) kicking yourself when you realize you bet on Mark Sanchez in the second quarter of that game. And he's one of seven for three yards and uh, negative 15 yards rushing. You're going to – you're just going to be like, why did I do this? You know, so well, well, there's a couple things. There, there was some thought process behind it because I knew – like I said, I was on the three games with you and then – and I should have taken the pats. I'm far enough back where I need to start – getting a little contrarian since I'm out of the money. Um, and I thought that the Redskins might be a, a quality pick to try and go contrarian. So there was a 
that was a little bit of the thought process. But yes, I am fully aware that uh, betting on the teams that are coached by the Gruden brothers is not usually a good idea. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Especially, uh, I know it was for like a good cause, but John Gruden's hat last week, I was just like, what are you doing, dude? The like fire, whatever. And like, why didn't he just have a visor that said fire on it? Like, it's not that hard. I don't know. Um, I, you're probably going to feel about as nauseous as I was on Thanksgiving watching Colt McCoy. I was like, dude, do you care about football? Like, you're right they there. Covered. Oh, then they should have covered that game. Kick that dang field goal. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Should have yeah. covered that game. So, um, and just uh, for the listeners, near miss games, Colts. All the injuries yes. are just so scary, but it's such a good spot if you're if you're feeling itchy on Sunday and need some more action or don't like our picks. I think the Colts are just in a great spot. Man's probably going to move against them as long as Ty Hilton's playing. So the last second one, some heavy consideration there, and then. Just fading that Chiefs Ravens game. Don't don't do it to yourself. It, yeah, it the line reeks to high heavens. It just doesn't <laughs> make sense. Like the the Ravens were dogs in Atlanta, and now they're less than a field goal or less than a touchdown in KC. It just I don't get it. I don't get the world. You stepping in front of the uh, Saints train, Scotty, with the Bucks? Oh, that was another one. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I wanted to. Eight points. I was looking back historically. The Bucks just playing well at home, but I just couldn't do it. I could not. I can't bet on Jameis Winston. I can't bet on Jameis Winston. He's, he's the worst. Just, he he's going to make me lose my hair, and I have, you know, beautiful hair, and I don't want to lose it. <laughs> I have wonderful Italian locks that I want to keep. <laughs> Or, or I mean, Fitz Magic could come in and, and save you. You never know. Oh. You never know. If you shake that genie bottle, it might. You could get something good every once in a while. It's yeah. like a magic eight ball. <laughs> you know? I was gonna say it's more like an eight ball than it is magic eight ball. I should say. Yeah. Than, <laughs> than a genie. Yeah. No. No eight balls on this podcast. <laughs> no eight balls. <laughs> well, um, so for, I guess, Jared, do you have all the picks written down, or do you just want to run? You want to run through your picks one more time before we? Yeah, I got them written down for far. Scott. Okay. Bills, Browns, Packers, Pats, Seahawks, the Fighting Russell Wilsons, Jared, Browns, Packers, Redskins, Raiders, also the Fighting Russell Wilsons on Monday night. Tell all your friends when you're all chasing because you're a mush and lost everything on Sunday. Oh, load up on Russell on Monday really, night. I'm going to be up until 2 a.m. on on Monday night. It's going <laughs> to ruin my week. But hashtag oh, Team No it. Sleep. <laughs> I like don't even, I'm, like like you said. I'm a Vikings fan, and I just when I see we're in a prime time slot, I'm just like ah, shit. Like, we're not yeah, winning. Not, yeah. <laughs> Kirk Cousins isn't good. It's all. It's what it comes down to. He's not that good. But and they the defense is not going to play as good as it did last year, and Cousins, in my opinion, is maybe slightly better than Case Keenum, and yep. Case Keenum played out of his skull last year, and you're not going to get that level. I mean, it's just they're good there, but they're not. Yeah, they're certainly not 13 and three or whatever they were last year. 12 they're and four. rolling into uh, Seattle and yeah. uh, going to beat them. Oh, by the way, did you see did you, Micah? Did you hear that the Seattle's getting a hockey team? I did. Uh, that'll be 32 Which, teams, right? Yeah, the totems or the timbers or no? That's that's. They haven't decided the team yet, but the the totems is the I believe minus one fifty to be the mascot. Why is that the name? Why is the name for some other hockey team they had there? When so 
the yeah the hockey league that was over Scott's there. That's obviously a big fan. When <laughs> them in Vancouver, I was the, looking at the list. There was one name I thought was actually decent was uh, the Seattle Kraken. Huh. Like in the Puget Sound in the yeah. Kraken. I think that would just Phil McCracken. Make a really good intro video like the the Las Vegas Knights do. Yeah. With the Kraken. Uh, I, I thought there was some potential there. That Hope Vegas the, game, the, their first game at home when they had like the absolute – it was like a show. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, that That's cool. And it was cool that they made the run that they did. I think Seattle, it's great that they're getting a hockey team. You get an immediate rival and you can – because they're already talking about – uh, making a some sort of railway that goes between Vancouver and Seattle. And so back before the Canucks went to the NHL, that used to be the huge rivalry when there were the Seattle Totems and blah, 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 blah. So essentially they're now adopting it. So take notes, Big 12. That's what you should do with UCF and USF, you mush. Um, so that's my, my that's, rant right that's there. That's talking, talking hockey, hockey and like Big 12 football. We're losing <laughs> listeners. Yes, as we speak, they're falling <laughs> off. They got Scott's picks. Well, they are, like, I was like, they already up. got the picks. They're out of. They're done. <laughs> yeah. Now it's just us. It's just guys being dudes. So, fellas, you got any closing thoughts? Uh, We're gonna get winners. Gonna let Scott close up the show. And you know, I great great slate ahead. Uh, didn't talk about Bears Rams. Going to be an awesome one. A lot of talk on how soft the Rams are, but uh, I think they pulled that one out. And let's go see the pass go clinch the AFC East so we can roll into Pittsburgh and uh, piss off Mike Tomlin. And I'll be happy as a clam. And let's just close out the next four weeks, boys. Yeah, buddy. Oh, jeez. I get nervous thinking about it. I don't even have, like, I'm not even making the picks. I'm just here editing the show and putting it on the line. It's getting real. (laughs) Some people are like, are you nervous? I was like, no, I'm not nervous. This is fun. This is the most fun. Yeah. This is what (laughs) What you do it for. do this again. Well, this is true. Well, all righty, fellas, uh, that's going to do it for Pigskin Junkies. Uh, once again, Michael Larson, Jared Larson, and Scott Panza joining us for the picks. Uh, another fun week in the books, another hopefully good weekend for us, and uh, we will see you and or talk to you next week. Make sure to follow on Twitter, tweet at us, let us know what you're thinking for picks. Uh, we have been – Jared has been doing a good job replying. Um, we've been – so for those of you also reaching out, we're working on uh, figuring out logistics of getting on your podcast and if we can make it happen. So uh, anywho, uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun jazz, that fun you know, stuff. it. whatever, who cares? Be sure to drink your Ovaltine. We're out of here. See ya. Suck the <laughs>